We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for downloading the John Cantera Show on demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Live from America's finest city, it's the John Cantera Show. Doctor! Now, here's the coach, John Cantera, on 97.3 The Fan. All right, as we uh, get rolling here on uh, the Coach John Cantera Show, uh, middays, uh, 12 to 3 here on 97.3 The Fan. We got a lot uh, to cover today. Uh, you know, it's an open show. It's an open show, but I'm not going to talk NFL. I'm not going to talk college football. We'll talk baseball, but I want to get your reaction. A lot of you folks have been working hard all morning. Uh, maybe you didn't get an opportunity to tune in, or you don't have Twitter, or you don't have an opportunity to look at your phone. The Padres reportedly are going to hire Jace Tingler. He's a guy that uh, played in the minor leagues, worked in a variety of different capacities with the Texas Rangers for the last 13 years. He's got a good baseball resume, and I'm not going to sit here and, and downplay that. The man has done a lot of good things in baseball, and we're certainly going to give him an opportunity here in San Diego. I find this hire to be very interesting because uh, when you hear uh, from Ron Fowler, uh, the owner of the Padres, you know, a few weeks ago, and you hear the comments from Hosmer in the paper about how, you know, you got to bring somebody in with experience. Uh, they interviewed Rod Barajas, the bench coach. They interviewed Brad Ausmus, the former Tiger and Angel manager. They hired or they interviewed uh, Bob Henley, the third base coach of the uh, Washington Nationals, and they hired Jace Tingler. Uh, and, of course, Ron Washington, most people thought he was going to get the job. In fact, I thought he was going to get the job. But then I started to get a little concerned. And we're going to get back to the phones in a minute because I know a lot of people want to uh, uh, give me some reaction to this. And I want your reaction, Padre fans. Hey, I stick up for you Padre fans all the time. I mean, when we have almost 2.4 million baseball fans come through the turnstiles at Petco Park, there's people out there that care and care uh, a great deal for this organization. You've got an opportunity now, and you've had since 9 o'clock this morning. I mean, not too often does the Jim Rome show get blown out. I mean, it's a nationally syndicated show, and our uh, management here said, hey, you know, we got to hear from the Padre fans today. And we'll probably do the same thing on Monday when they have a press conference. And I don't know what time the press conference will be. I, I presume it's going to be on Monday if all these uh, stories are correct. And, again, it's reportedly. It hasn't been announced. The Padres have not confirmed it. But this radio station blew out Jim Rome. Uh, Steve and uh, Ben stayed on until uh, 10. Woodsy stayed on with me to 11. I've been on since 10 o'clock, and I want to get your reaction. But this is a great opportunity for you Padre fans to step up and be heard today on this radio show and this radio station. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. is going to join me at 2 o'clock. Tony and I will do uh, 2 to 3 together. He's got a short show leading into Thursday Night Football. But we want to hear what you have to say today. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. I'll give you my guest list. And the whole show changed today. 
because we were going to talk football. We had John Clayton scheduled. In fact, I'll tell you how my day went, and then I'm going to get uh, to phone calls. Our phone number, though, 833-288-0973, I go to a Bible study class on Thursday mornings that I love, and it's inspirational, motivating, and I come out of there each and every Thursday a better person. And so I turned my phone off, and it's from 7 to 8. Today we went a little bit longer. Uh, We had to talk about some things at the end of the Bible study, and it's in Del Mar. So I'm driving home, and all of a sudden I get a text message from our program director, Adam Klug. When can you get here? Well, I didn't really clean up. I didn't shave, and you know I was presentable, but I just didn't feel like I wanted to come down here until three o'clock today, looking the way I did. I, you know, I looked like a guy that had played a football game and just kind of threw on his clothes after the game and was heading back to the dorm or something. So I wanted to go home and get cleaned up. And, and Braden Soprenic called me, and Braden's out in Valley Center. And again, we're going to be at Valley Center tomorrow uh, because we're going to be up there for uh, ten hours. We're going to have a great time tomorrow. We're going to be uh, tomorrow in Valley Center at A1 Irrigation at two eight five. 511 Colgrade Road, and then Braden and I uh, will, after our show, we're going to head down uh, and see uh, Gwen and Chris. They're going to be at Valley Center High School, where tomorrow night we'll have Escondido Valley Center football game at 7 o'clock on 97.3 The Fan and the Radio.com app. So if you're out in that area, love to hear from you. But uh, So I get home, and, I, and I'm hustling around, and of course, as I'm getting ready, I'm getting text messages and phone calls from everybody. Now, I'm not talking about people uh, in baseball and, and uh, you know, just uh, media people. I'm talking about all my friends. Hey, what do you think? What do you think? I haven't even looked at my Facebook messages right now or my Twitter because I know it's probably blowing up. Everybody wants to know what I think. What I think is the Padres took a big gamble. And if this gamble works, great. If it doesn't, AJ's going to be out of a job and, and uh, Mr. Tingler will be out of a job maybe even after one year. Because when I look at this ball club at 70 and 92, there's a bunch of holes. I said earlier in the program, and I'll stand behind this, right now, as far as your everyday lineup, now this is my opinion. You may totally disagree with me on this. But I look at this lineup, I got three everyday major league players. Really, three legitimate major league players. And I guess you could throw in Will Myers, even though he had a bad year. Will Myers has been a good player. And he's had a couple of uh, rough years. And, of course, injuries have always played a part in Will. But, uh, hey, Will's going to be making $20 million next year. And he's going to be making $20 million a year after that. And he's going to make $20 million a year after that. So that's $60 million over the next three years. But when I look at this ball club, hey, the infield, you're pretty good on that left side. That's going to be tough to beat with any ball club. There, there are very few teams in baseball that have as good a left side as the Braves with Machado and with Tatis, and then you got Hosmer over at first. And I'll, I'll tell you, you know, Hosmer is a good player. He's not a superstar player, and I don't think anybody thought he was a superstar when he came here. I mean, he came here because he had a resume of being on a winning ball club and being a leader on a winning ball club. I thought Eric had a good year this past year, not a great year. It was much better than the first year. He ended up with 99 RBIs, but the batting average really plummeted the last month of the season. But to me, he's got to be a little bit more aggressive down at first base. He's got to play a better defensive first base. For a guy who's been a a multi-gold glove winner, he did not play as good a first base as I think he's capable of. Uh, and then you start jumping around to the outfield. you got holes all over there. I know Renfro hit a bunch of home runs, but he also hit under 220 and struck out a ton. This ball club uh, can't strike out as much as uh, they did uh, 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 last year, uh, this, this coming year. I mean, last night was a perfect example in the World Series. 
put the ball in play and some good things can happen. And that's why the Washington Nationals right now are getting the job done against the Houston Astros because they've got a good two-strike approach. They're putting the ball in play where the Astro guys are up there just trying to hit balls out of the ballpark. I think going back to Washington, the Nationals have a huge advantage in that ballpark uh, and their bench. They've got 14 bench players. They've got some really good guys on the bench. They've got Gerardo Parra. They've got Michael A. Taylor, who's a great outfielder, who ran into one last night, hit a homer and is only at bat. In Big City, Matt Adams hasn't even played in this series, and he's a guy that can come off the bench and hit a long ball. So, you know, I think, uh, I don't know if it's going to be five games, six games. I predicted Washington to win in seven games. Uh, I think they're going to win it, but I think they have a big advantage going back to Washington because their bench is going to play big, I think, uh, in the uh, uh, games uh, in the National League ballpark. Okay, let's get back to the phones. Everyone's got an opinion. And, uh, again, I hope Jace Tingler goes 162-0 and and the Padres win the division, they win the National League, win the World Series, and we're all hugging and kissing next time at this year. 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Vito in El Cajon, you're on with Coach John Cantera on 97.3 The Fan. Vito, how are you? Good, Coach. Yourself? I'm doing well. Uh, give me your thoughts on this because I think it's a huge gamble by the Padres. Gamble? I don't know if it's really a gamble, Coach. You know, I don't know if the Padres really want to, if they think next season is going to be a winning season at all. I think they're going for that 2021. Let's see what Tingler can do. If he chokes, who cares? We'll bring in Bochy. That's my thought on the whole thing. Well, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, I threw that out there earlier, and I don't think I'm the only one that was thinking about that. I'm the only guy on the airways to be able to say it. Uh, but it, you know what? Uh, I think, uh, you know, if Mr. Fowler got to a point, if they were button heads, he goes, fine, hire Tingler. We'll see where it goes. And if it doesn't go in the direction uh, we think it needs to go, then you and him are out. So it, it's going to be an interesting year. They only thing I can say, they better get off to a fast start or it's going to be very interesting here from day one during the regular season of Padre baseball. No, definitely. If they don't come off with a fast start, people uh, heads are definitely going to roll down here with the fan base. Well, like I said, I'm sure he's a good baseball man. Uh, he'll make his mistakes just because he's never done it before. Uh, I'm anxious to see uh, what coaches stay, what coaches go, what kind of staff he's able to put in. Uh, but again, like I said earlier, you could bring the greatest manager in the history of baseball to San Diego. You better get him better tools than this ball club has right now. One last thing, Coach. He, if he does come to, come to San Diego like everyone's saying, I think we need to support him, stand behind him, and see what he can actually do before everyone jumps down his throat, wanting someone else that we're never going to have. Uh, Vito, I couldn't agree with you more. Like I've said, I said this as far as back last week. If Jace Tingler's the man, and I thank you for the phone call, I'm going to go up, I'm going to shake his hand, uh, wish him well, and, uh, and anything uh, I could possibly do to make he and his family more comfortable here in San Diego by pointing them to areas maybe to buy a house or uh, to eat or uh, rent a car or buy a car, I'll be more than happy to do that. I want to uh, want him to succeed because if he succeeds – that means my hometown ball club is headed in the direction I want to see it. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. Phyllis in Chula Vista, thanks for waiting. You're on with Coach John Cantero today. Phyllis, how you doing? I'm fine, Coach. Listen, I listen to you all the time. I'm originally from New York, and I'm a big Yankee fan, but I do love the Padres because I'm out here like 30 years, and I just – 
root for them all the time. I'm upset because they keep lying to the fans about this club. We were supposed to get somebody that had some World Series experience. Where is it? Where is it? I mean, how much how much patience can we be, you know? Well, I think that's the question that I'm asking today. I mean, uh, am I disappointed in this hire? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I'm also willing to give this man an opportunity because I know he's worked really hard to get this opportunity, and there aren't too many of these opportunities uh, on the local street corner. But I'm a little disappointed. I was kind of hoping for that big-name guy. I know. I mean, we're waiting, waiting, and then I, then I hear Girardi's ready, and I said, God, once, well, couldn't they do it just for one year, you know? And <laughs> I was just so happy this year that the halftime, half you know, with the All-Star game, they were doing so well. What happened? You know, well, what happened there? Well, it was very simple what happened. Tatis went out of the lineup for an extended period of time. Um, and once they uh, started losing, Manny kind of lost his motivation, I thought, and wasn't the same player the last six weeks. And all that young pitching uh, kind of wore down, and because the young pitching wore down, it wore down the bullpen. And you had guys coming out of that bullpen, uh, you know, three nights in a row consistently. That's not a good recipe for success. I know that, you know, and you know, this guy, okay, he's Prella's friend and all that, but you know, Prella's been promising us, us a lot, and you know, so far we've been having to deal with a little league team, basically, until last year. Now, what's going to be, you know? Well, they've got a lot of moves, Alice, or Phil, excuse me, and thank you very much for the phone call. I appreciate that, and I appreciate your passion, enthusiasm. Uh, there's a Yankee fan who uh, moved out here and is a big Padre fan. I think Phyllis brings up some great points. I mean, what are we looking at here? I mean, are we bringing in another rookie manager because this team is not where it was supposed to be going into the 2020 season? The only way this team is going to win is you're going to have to make wholesale changes. And again, you can only make so many changes during one off season. We need a timeout. Then we're coming back. We'll get to more of your phone calls. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be talking uh, with a gentleman from down in Texas, Jared Sandler, who's the uh, Rangers uh, pre- and post-game host on 105.3 The Fan. But I want to get back to more of your phone calls next. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Coach John Cantera going to 3 o'clock. Thanks for joining me today right here on 97.3 The Fan. Twenty-two, Coach Jacquetera, going to three o'clock today, man. I'm fired up. It's great to be on the air on a day like this. Reportedly, Jace Tingler going to be named the new manager of the San Diego Padres. Uh, I'm surprised, shocked, probably a little disappointed. I want to have a name guy in here, but hey, nonetheless, I hope he's the greatest manager in the history of the Padres. Like I was telling Steve Woods earlier, I hope he uh, wins a five division titles, two World Series. And we're talking about a Hall of Fame manager, and we put a statue out in front of Petco Park of Jace Tingler uh, 15 years from now. That, that's what I hope. But you know what? Jace Tingler can't do it by himself. He needs to put a staff together. It's going to be very interesting to see who stays on this staff. Uh, uh, you've had uh, guys that have been here a long time. Glenn Hoffman, one of the best third base coaches in all of baseball. Will he be back? Uh, Darren Balsley, 17 years, is a pitching coach with the San Diego Padres. Will he be back? In fact, Darren's the, the second longest tenured 
pitching coach in baseball next to Don Cooper with the Chicago White Sox. Uh, the, the one behind him was uh, Rick Honeycutt. Rick Honeycutt now going to take a position in the Dodger organization. So it uh, be interesting. Johnny Washington coming back as the hitting coach in San Diego. I wouldn't think so. I think you've got to. I think you got to make some changes on this coaching staff. And again, it'll be interesting to see what guys Jace Tingler knows from uh, having worked uh, 13 years in the Ranger organization and uh, who he wants to bring over here. Hey, by the way, we're going to uh, table uh, coaches' corner, bench the coach. We're going to wave those off today, but. Uh, coming up at 12.57, we will have our uh, Grand Slam uh, giveaway keyword that we throw out, and then you uh, text it, and a uh, chance to uh, share uh, uh, possibly a, a piece of $160,000. We'll do that at about uh, 12.57. Also coming up at the bottom of the hour, Jared Sandler, radio pre- and post-game host for the Texas Rangers on 105.3. Uh, the fan going to join us. My buddy Scott Miller, Bleacher Report, going to join us at 1.35. And then Tony Gwynn Jr. will join me for the final hour of my program from 2 to 3. And Tony will take you along with uh, Matt Scraby and company. They'll take you up to uh, Thursday night football. Remember, I'll be back in tonight, 9 to 11, with our high school football show. Max in San Diego, you're on with Coach John Quintero on 97.3 The Fan. Max, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, your thoughts on Jace Tingler, the new skipper, reportedly, of our San Diego Padres? You know, I don't really know what to think right now. You know, I got to see him in action, but uh, I don't know about it. You know, um, Tingler, Tingler's a rookie manager. You know, he's coming in first year in the as a, as a big leagues manager, and He's just going to be learning on the job, you know. I thought I thought they'd go with the choice of uh, the guy in uh, Atlanta right now, but Ron Washington. Yep. Um, I don't know. I thought I thought it would be, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, you know. Max, you seem a little down today, buddy. Is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, I just wanted Washington. You know, it's kind of upsetting, but you know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm anxious for the press conference. I want to know how the Padres are going to spin this to the community and to the media. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, too. You know, the fan base has probably got to be a little upset that it wasn't Washington. But, you know, we got to just see what he does this year. You know, he's, he's going to be the manager, so we got to, we got to go with him. Hey, uh, you know what? Our team, our town, our manager, we want to win. I mean, uh, and at the end of the day, you got to have better players. And, you know, uh, if not, Jace Tingler's going to fall just like – uh, the previous managers, uh, whether it be uh, Andy Green or Buddy Black, uh, when he got let go, uh, you know, uh, like 65 games into that season a few years back, and they brought in Pat Murphy, that was a complete and utter disaster, to be honest with you. Uh, Pat Murphy was not a, a viable choice, in my opinion. Uh, Andy Green, I think Andy's going to get another opportunity. I think Andy Green's a really good baseball manager, and, and I think Andy's going to be even better uh, next time around. Uh, I don't know when he's going to get that opportunity. But uh, Andy Green's a good baseball guy, and I know it didn't work out here in San Diego, but I also think for the first three years especially, he wasn't given much to work with. This past year, I thought he uh, was given better players, but he really didn't have the ability to kind of you know let these guys go play. He had so many restrictions on so many different players. I mean, it's hard to manage even when everybody's a full throttle. But when you've got handcuffs on you because you got to watch this guy's innings, you got to watch this guy over here, and you can't use him here. I mean, it's very difficult. And you know, I wish Andy the very best. I think he's a good guy. And I hope he gets another opportunity to manage, and I think he'll do a good job. Hey, I appreciate the phone call, Max. Have a great day. Yeah, you too.
All right, let's uh, go to uh, Jay in San Diego. Jay, you're next up with Coach John Cantero at 97.3 The Fan. Happy afternoon to you, my friend. How are you? <laughs> Boy, did I not call it. Hey, you're a prophet, man. You're, you're a psychic. You know, I, since I've been calling you from years ago about the Chargers, I have not been wrong. I am not going to be wrong on this. Wow, what a mistake. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what they're going to do. Follow my lead on this. Or I'll tell you. Well, hey, you know what? You're Nostradamus. They're going to bring out the players, and they're going to say, oh, Eric Hosmer talked to uh, Tingler before we had him. Oh, I like him. Well, let's bring out another guy and see what he – oh, I, I like him. So they're all the Padres are going to do is just – leak all this information about how much they interviewed the players, how the, the players love this guy, how he's going to work out in this. The truth is, Preller ha- hired another lackey beginner who's going to do the same thing as this last guy did. So unless you get six great players, I'm telling you now, there is no difference between next year end this year that's what i was saying earlier i mean you got to get this guy some tools and yeah they'll probably parade hosmer out at the press conference and manny will fly cross country from miami to be here and and stand behind the padre logo and uh how they have a you know talk with tingler and no i definitely and they've already talked to him but i would imagine some of those guys are going to be at the press conference next week to sell it to the community and sell it to the media why should we? Why should a loyal Padre fan, after all these years, believe this? When in the last whatever years, they've always done this. They've always done this. Give me a reason to think why is any different. Tell your fan base, which is me too, why is this different than any other person we've had? Uh, because this guy's a bright light. He's an out of the box thinker, and he's on the cutting edge of what we need in a new major league manager. Oh, you're going to go with that? Well, it sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> huh? <laughs> coach, 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 I am like you. I will leave it at this. I hope the Padres win. You might not think I'm a Padre fan out there. I'm a tremendous Padre fan. But as we said, from the losing one of the losingest franchises in baseball history, you've shown, not you, they show me nothing. Onward and upward. Jay, you're you're a, a psychic. I uh, appreciate the call. You know I always enjoy it, whether you agree or disagree with me. Always enjoy your phone call, my friend. Thank you so much. Good stuff there from Jay. We need to get to the bottom of the hour. Good stuff from Jay. Hey, and again, this is a talk show. This is why we have a talk show, 12 to 3. Because I don't expect everyone to agree or disagree with what I have to say. If there's something going on in the sports community out there you don't like about, I want to hear about it. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Reminder, coming up uh, at 1257, we'll have our Grand Slam uh, uh, giveaway. Uh, we'll throw out that keyword. But when we come back, we're going to find out a little bit more about Jace Tingler. Then we're going to get back to your phone call. So everyone hang on. Joe, Scott, Matt, Robbie, Wes, you guys all hang on. We're going to get to you. Be patient. I'll get to you. But when we come back, Jared Sandler, radio pre- and post-game host of the Texas Rangers, will join me next on 97.3 The Fan.
Welcome back, Coach John Contreras. 1236 going to 3 o'clock. Tony Gwynn Jr. going to join me at uh, 2 o'clock. He'll uh, do the final hour leading into his show. Uh, but reportedly, Jace Tingler, the uh, uh, young uh, upstart uh, with the Texas Rangers, uh, 38 years of age, uh, very high uh, baseball acumen, uh, going to be uh, the new Padre skipper and a gentleman that knows him pretty well uh, from his days down there in Texas. Jared Sandler, the radio pre- and post-game host on 105.3 The Fan, uh, joins us on 97.3 The Fan. Jared, welcome. How are you today? Hey, thanks for having me, John. I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, doing uh, very well. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, reaction, positive and negative, uh, here in San Diego. Of course, uh, it's been a long time since the Padres have been to the playoffs, like 13 years. Uh, last time they had a winning ball club was in 2010. This last year, they uh, finished 36 games out of first place. Seller in the National League West at 70 and 92. And a lot of people thought they should go with a, a veteran manager, but they're going with Jace Tingler. And I know uh, you've been around him for a long period of time. Uh, tell us what he's going to bring to the table here in San Diego? Well, you know, first of all, uh, you know, I think you got a guy who's really kind of had to work for everything that he's gotten in, in the world of baseball. You know, he didn't have a, a major league career. He, you know, wasn't a, a multi-time all-star or anything like that with great name recognition. He's uh, done the little things. He was just coaching the Dominican. I imagine uh, his winter league coaching. I, I don't know. I don't know if he keeps doing that or I guess that maybe comes to an end today or uh, the last few days. But uh, he's, he's not someone who's kind of ever felt like any job, any role has been too big. Uh, he's got experience in the front office. A few years ago, he made the transition from uh, being a uniform member of the coaching staff to the front office uh, as an assistant general manager, then went back to the dugout. So he's got that perspective. And I think, you know, the, the big word these days is analytics. And do you, uh, do you embrace analytics or not? And Jace is definitely someone who I think is very forward-thinking, very progressive in not only in-game decision-making but player development. Uh, and so I think you've got a grinder and, and, and someone who uh, absolutely busts his tail. And just the fact that he's, uh, you know, with his track record as a candidate for these jobs, I think is an indication of, how highly thought of he is uh, because he's not someone with managerial experience. And, you know, I heard you say that positive and negative uh, feedback, and that makes sense because fans always want a name they know. They want a guy maybe like Ron Washington who has taken a team to the World Series or, you know, maybe it's a, a former player with a sexy name who has ties to the organization. And Jake isn't that, but those guys aren't always the best guys for the job. Uh, you know, I think whether the Padres would have gone with Ron Washington or Jace Tingler, both obviously with strong ties to the Rangers, uh, two different styles, two different guys, but probably would have gone right either way. Uh, but this kind of fits the A.J. Preller playbook, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Kind of going with someone uh, that not everyone is totally aware of and, and his own find. And he's made uh, a career doing that. He's been very successful, uh, whether as a GM or, or prior to that, kind of finding guys that no one really knows about. And I think Jace, uh, outside of the, the you know, the, the baseball world, is, is that guy. We're visiting with Jared Sandler. He does the uh, pre- and post-game show uh, for the Texas Rangers on 105.3 The Fan down there in uh, – Dallas Arlington area and uh, nice enough to join us today and let me ask you you mentioned and I looked at Jace's record he did a great job uh, managing the minor leagues I know it was the lower level minor leagues but nonetheless three years three championships you can't do any better than that and you know I've read a lot of stuff about him and know his background how about 
Jared, a little bit about going back and forth. He was on the coaching staff, then he went back into the front office, then he went back to the coaching staff. Why were they bouncing him around so much? Yeah, so actually it, A.J. is uh, a little bit to blame for that, I guess. When, when A.J. Preller and then Thad Levine is now uh, in that role with the, the Twins left, there was, uh, I guess there were openings in the, the front office. And uh, I think Jace was in a place where he wanted to gain experience. They, you know, he was very valued as a uniform member of the coaching staff in the dugout. Uh, you know, you talk to anyone, I was just exchanging texts with certain guys on the team, players, and they all love them. Uh, and, and I think what's, you know, interesting about that is different types of players, pitchers, position players, uh, English speakers, non-English speakers. And, and he's got a lot of experience dealing uh, successfully with non-English uh, first language type guys. That, that's always a huge asset. But I, I think he wanted a, just a different experience. And he, he really had a a player development role in the, the front office. He, he essentially oversaw the minor league operations uh, from a, a player development standpoint. He was doing player development at the big league level, and then he just moved to the minor league level uh, and became an assistant general manager. But then uh, I, I think he realized that his love was, was being in the dugout, was uh, uh, was wearing a uniform. And, you know, we, we joked with Chase when he made the move to the front office, just not sure if he even owned the suit. You know, when you're, <laughs> when you're an assistant general manager, you, you need a suit. And, and it was a joke, but it, it also, I think, was, uh, uh, you know, true in that he just, he's a guy you kind of envision, like he probably got married wearing a baseball uniform, and it probably was dirty. Uh, you know, from just uh, constantly grinding and, and sweaty. He's the, one of those first bear, last to leave cliches. And you can throw all the cliches out there. I know people don't like hearing that stuff, but uh, he just realized that, you know, he wanted to be in, in that role, in the front office role. Maybe wasn't uh, what he most enjoyed. So it wasn't necessarily his inability to do certain things. It was more that they, they valued him so much, they kind of gave him the license to make those decisions and, uh, and then he, he rejoined the coaching staff under Chris Woodward this past year, and now uh, he's heading west. Jared Sandler, our guest here on 97.3 The Fan. What, what do you think is his greatest strength as a baseball person right now? Is it that he's good at analytics, he's good at handling ball players? Uh, you know, kind of give me your thoughts on what's the greatest uh, tool he's going to be bringing to San Diego. Well, I think the first thing that needs to be mentioned at some point, I'm really forcing this one in there, but I, I think – uh, my guess is Padres people know how much A.J. Preller loves playing basketball, and this was an all-state basketball player. So I think, uh, <laughs> you know, to, to go along with, with Tony Gwynn Jr., who I know uh, uh, I heard you say will we'll be on here in a yeah, little bit. Yeah, they play hoops together. Yep, yep. We have, a, we have a nice little crew that plays in Scottsdale in spring training, and I don't know if Jason's going to play. He's kind of retired from basketball, but I, I've always thought that A.J. kind of takes a liking to those basketball guys. But uh, <laughs> he – you know, John, I, I think it would be really unfair for me to say definitively uh, that, you know, he's he's great at the, the analytics from the standpoint. I, you know, he's, I've never been around him as a guy who is, is leading the ship in that regard from a managerial standpoint. And, and things change. But what I know is that he is very curious and very open to learning all the different methods that have come about on how to uh, make decisions in game and how to develop players uh, – uh, and and I think that is definitely a strength of his is his openness to that and, and his his ability to grasp that stuff. I mean, he was the uh, essentially you know not looking at the title, but as far as responsibility in charge of developing players at the big league level for the Rangers. And 
uh, and helping Chris Woodward bring the, a very analytics-heavy approach that he got from his time with the Dodgers and his, his own personal beliefs and helping to implement that. He was a very, very essential part in that process. Uh, but I think that the thing that stands out to me, again, I, I go back to just the way that players have received Jace, uh, and especially – you know, I, listen, I wasn't there in San Diego every day. I don't know everything that went on with Andy Green, but what I heard, there was questions about whether players really bought into everything he was saying. And it's always different when you're the assistant coach or, you know, you're in some sort of an assistant role versus being the head guy versus being the manager. Uh, and, and I think the Rangers experienced that to some degree with Jeff Bannister over time. And so – I, I don't know for sure, but I know that in the role in which Jace has been with the Rangers, the players absolutely adore him. And when he says jump, they jump. Uh, Willie Calhoun is, is maybe the biggest success story of late. Uh, you kind of look at Willie. He transformed his body. He lost like 40 pounds and became a, a middle-of-the-order bat for the Rangers, and that was because of Jace. I mean, it, I just texting with him, he basically said, I owe my career to Jace. And if players are willing to listen – uh, I think he's going to lead them in the right direction, but I think uh, sometimes players aren't always willing to listen. I think that Jace has the ability to get them to want to listen based on my experiences with him while he was with the Rangers. Uh, strong uh, stuff right there from Jared Sandler here on uh, 97.3 The Fan. Hey, Jared, let me ask you a last question, and it's regarding Ron Washington. What would the Padres, what, what would they have been getting if Ron Washington would have got this job? Yeah, you know, a guy who... You know, as far as the analytics are concerned, that's not his bag. That's not his strength. Now, I, I do believe that Wash, uh, you know, whereas maybe five to, to ten years ago would not have been as open. He, You know, the, the joke here is, you know, Wash always managed by feel. He didn't love all the numbers. But the game's changed. And I think Wash desperately wants to manage again and realizes that he can't just ignore these numbers if that's what he wants to do. There just aren't organizations out there. Uh, who want that they they want a forward-thinking guy I don't know that it would be his strength uh, because it's just not not his foundation but I think he'd be open to it and you can always build a staff around a guy to support him but with Wash you got a guy who again you know we, we talked about with Jace players love this guy well Wash has done it as a manager uh, and you know talking to guys on those World Series teams with the Rangers they, they'd be the first to say listen we didn't always agree with his baseball decisions, but we love the guy. He got us. He let us be us. He, he, he understood how to manage adults over the course of the grind of a baseball schedule. And he is absolutely beloved. And, and a lot of Rangers people were going to be Padres fans to some degree, no matter which direction AJ went. If he went with Jace or went with Wash, those two guys are adored. But uh, a lot of Rangers people want, want Wash to get another chance. Uh, and hopefully he does. You know, he thought maybe it would be a great fit with A.J. and Wash reuniting in San Diego. Hopefully he gets a, a chance elsewhere. But, uh, you know, people want to know how to quantify a manager's impact, and there's just no good way to do it. But I, I definitely think that Ron Washington played a big role in those World Series teams getting to where they got uh, back in 2010 and 2011. He's, he's just one of those guys who gets it in terms of how to deal with people. And in and, and baseball, with this schedule, that's incredibly important, as you guys know. Hey, Jerry, I'll let you get out of here. Uh, you think there's any uh, uh, people uh, or coach uh, in that organization that's like real buddies with uh, Jace Tingler that uh, he might try to, to pull here to San Diego with them? 
Yeah, that's a, you know what, John. I, to be honest with you, I haven't even uh, I haven't thought about that. And, and you know, typically there there are guys who go. Um, I wonder if it's maybe less a, a uniform coach, more so someone from the analytics department. Just because I know Jace has worked very closely with those guys and and uh, you know sharing his thoughts and hearing their thoughts. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, my guess is, yeah, there will be some sort of a coach who does go, and it might be because of Jace's experience on the minor league side, someone who's a, a part of the minor league or one of the minor league staffs right now. Uh, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he brought at least one, and I don't know what the agreement is, how many people he can bring, but uh, at least one of the, the people who are part of the analytics department, just because I know that's a big part of obviously what San Diego wants, what, what AJ's kind of looking for, and, and where Jace kind of – separated himself and I know working with those guys is a big part so I, I I wish I could give you a name I would just be kind of pulling something out of my butt but uh, <laughs> I, I I think it, I, I do think that analytics uh, department from the Rangers might lose someone of the Padres with this hire. Hey Jared great stuff thanks so much for the time today and continued success down there as well. Thank you so much Sean you got a lot of Padres fans after uh, this hire here in the, the DFW Metroplex. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, Jared, be well, my friend. You too. Thank you. There you go. Uh, Jared Sandler, a radio pre- and post-game host for the Texas Rangers on 105.3 The Fan, giving Jace Tingler and Ron Washington uh, uh, a real uh, nice uh, plug there. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to meeting Jace. I think, uh, you know, from what I know about him, I know Tony Gwynn Jr., very high on him. Tony's going to join me at 2 o'clock today and uh, spend an hour with me, and we'll take your phone calls. But uh, good baseball, man. There's no question he's a good baseball man. I never doubted that after I found out who Jace Tingler was, and I did my my research, my reconnaissance. I did my reconnaissance, and I found out this guy's really good. I just don't know if the timing for Jace Tingler to take this ball club over is right for a young manager. I really think this team needed a veteran presence. That's me. Maybe you disagree with me out there. Our phone number, 833-288-288. 0973. Get back to the phones again uh, coming up here shortly. We're going to have uh, this hour's uh, Grand Slam giveaway keyword, so uh, stay tuned. We're going to be doing that in about six minutes. Scott in East County, thanks for being patient. You're on with Coach John Cantero. How you doing today? Good, good. How are you doing, Coach? Uh, doing well. What do you think? Uh, you know, I, I hear a lot of disappointment that, you know, they didn't go with a big name, but uh, I think there's some good there. Uh, I mean, I think you could agree you or me could coach this team, but without the big name pitching, without getting just a, you know, a couple of good solid starters, they're, that, that's really what this team needs. And if you go with one of those big name managers, I mean, you're talking, you know, $5 million, $7 million a year over multiple years, 15, you know, you're looking at $20, $30 million tied up in a manager, and that's just – that's just not baseball today when, when you need to be able to put that towards a big-name starting pitcher, you know? Well, I, I don't think, and you know, very few teams are going to pay these guys three to five to six million. Like, I mean, Madden's getting a sweetheart deal because Artie Moreno loves him up there. And by the way, that press conference is just concluding in, in Anaheim. You know, Joe Madden up there, uh, you got David Ross getting the job. He'll be a first-year manager with the Cubbies. You got Joe Girardi, uh, Mike Matheny probably going to get that uh, Kansas City job, but we got Jace Tingler. I mean, what what should we expect out of Jace Tingler in his first year? I, I that's a good that, that's that's the good question. My 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 concern with him is, uh, I mean, the the goods is I he it sounds like he understands today's game, uh, the analytics behind it. I, I think that's super important. That's where when people are talking Mike Sosha, you know, being an Angels fan, I was like, oh, you you don't want that and. 
with the Padres organization. I I don't think that that's the direction they need. But uh, my concern with uh, uh, with Tangler is just seems like Andy Green and AJ Preller kind of had a little bit of a, a back and forth, and I and I, I worry that you know he's bringing in uh, Tangler because he has a pretty good relationship with them, and I, I just wonder how much pushback is uh, is Tingler going to give AJ? Are, are they going to make themselves better to make the organization better working together? Or is he just kind of coming in because, you know, they kind of have both the same vision and they're not really going to uh, look at things very differently. And that might not be the best, uh, you know? Well, you know, everybody's talking about analytics and, and I believe me, I, I, I'm a baseball guy, but I understand the analytics. I don't know if I understand every uh, little number, but I certainly understand some of the probably the key numbers that you look at and, and matchups. You're always looking at matchups. You were doing that before, before you did all the scientific stuff. But, you know, right now I'm watching the World Series, uh, Scott, and the team that's supposed to be the, the biggest in analytics, they're getting their ass kicked by the old school baseball team, the Washington Nationals right now, that believe in scouting and development. No, yeah, you're. I mean, you're hitting the nail. But I, you know, you got to look at the Nationals too, and I think they're they're applying some analytics too of uh, of just hey, how do we win? We got guys. Their their analytics is hey, we got guys who can hit the ball. Um, send them out there and hit. You got uh, Verlander, and, and like I said, the Astros, the team with the analytics, they they are the ones that put Verlander on short rest uh, in that uh, that last series. There, you know, they made it through, but. You know, Verlander didn't do too well that last series. I, he's still not looking right in the postseason. No, so I, you know what? That. I I predicted they would win yesterday on the show. I thought Washington would win last night because last two starts that I saw Verlander in the last series, I, I didn't think he was uh, right, and he he wasn't right last night either. And Strasburg uh, made the one big mistake in the first inning, like. Uh, um, Verlander did it as well, but you know Verlander hung in there pretty good, and then he got tired there at the beginning of the seventh inning, gave up the homer to Suzuki, and then he faced one more batter, and then they went to the bullpen. But you know, right now uh, the old school guys are, are winning against the new school. The way I'm looking at it, and I brought that up to Bob Nightingale on the way uh, Washington's gone about scouting Houston, and the way Houston went about scouting Washington. Bob's actually writing an article on it right now. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, what, what, the way I see Nationals pitching right now, to me, it's like the way that they're, those starting pitchers last two games are throwing, they, they understand, hey, these guys, are they're only there to hit the home run ball, so well, let's just keep throwing those sliders low and in because that's what, that's what it seems like they want. So we just keep putting those outside and uh, don't give them good, you know, they're not going to swing for contact, so, uh, you know, pitch them high and up in the strike zone. They're not going to swing for those. They're going to try to get those those home run balls. I think they're doing a good job with pitch placement uh, uh, to kind of hit at the, the, the weakness of the Astros and, and the way they're going about batting. Uh, Scott, good phone call. Thanks for tuning in. Look forward to hearing from you again. Thanks so much. Thank you, Coach. Have a good one. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the Joe Madden press conference up there, and I'm just saying, wow. Yeah, that's not, uh, you know, about 100 miles up the road. They're getting one of the so-called top managers in baseball, guy that's been there, done that, uh, gotten two different organizations of the World Series. Uh, They're in Tampa where they got beat. Of course, he got the Cubs a world title and a beloved figure in uh, Chicago forever. I mean, and he got bounced out there. Now he's coming home to an organization he spent 31 years with. And, again, he got a big money deal because Artie Moreno loves him. Uh, Here in San Diego, we're going to get another rookie manager. And again, I hope he becomes a Hall of Fame manager. By the way, this hour's Grand Slam giveaway keyword, 
is dinner. Text dinner, uh, D-I-N-N-E-R, to 72881 for your chance to win your share of $160,000 in the Fans National Cash Contest. Message and data rates apply. Apply uh, now. Uh, Good luck from 97.3 The Fan. Again, dinner and text it to 72881. We're going to get to the top of the hour. If you're on hold, stay there. We're going to get to you. Coach John Cantera going to 3 o'clock right here on 97.3 The Fan. Thanks for downloading the John Cantera Show on demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the Radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.